a sound you might remember, one we haven't heard for more than two years. This is the hum, the buzz, the chatter, the song, the vibrancy of a barbershop afterglow. I'm John Beasley, and for this 33rd edition of Harmony UK podcast, we're at the Octagon Centre in Sheffield for Quartet Con. It's a weekend of quartet competition, organised by BABS, the British Association of Barbershop Singers, and it's brought together quartets and their supporters from across the UK. I'm Kevin Liebling. Kevin Liebling from Grand Central Chorus. Oh my goodness, what a time to go through and to have to wait so long. But just look at the enthusiasm now because people it's like a pent-up spring suddenly being released and everybody's so full of enthusiasm, more than would normally be the case. And uh, you can just see it on the faces of everybody at the moment. It's just the camaraderie and the, uh, the joy of being back together again. I think that that is evident with everybody you're coming into contact with. Well, things aren't quite back to normal yet. To get into the octagon, we've all had to show proof of vaccination or that we've had the virus in the past six months or provide a recent negative COVID test. Nor is this the first in-person barbershop gathering in Britain since the pandemic. At the end of October, LABS, the Ladies' Association, organised six regional events as part of a hybrid convention held partly in-person and partly online. But it is the first national contest since lockdown was lifted. And for some, this is their very first full-on experience of a barbershop convention. I'm Debbie. I was the ex-show of Mubs in the last Young Barbershopper of the Year. Ah, right, of course. <laughs> From Mubs, Manchester University Barbershop Singers. Yeah, I am. Today is my uh, first actual in-person anything, really, since like Mubs. Uh, we went straight into lockdown, so I haven't been to convention, I haven't been to quartet con, so I've just been taking everything in, singing some tags with some lovely ladies, and um, yeah, Midtown was definitely a highlight for me, um, and I'll definitely keep that with me for a very long time. Ah yes, Midtown. The celebrated New York-based quartet who, as Bab's special guests, won the hearts of convention goers here in Sheffield. They were around and about throughout the weekend chatting to people, answering questions and providing a series of stunning performances at each session and on the Saturday night show. Many more great quartets to come in this podcast, but it's with Midtown that our Sheffield Barbershop Odyssey begins. Yeah, absolutely wonderful Midtown. In the chill, the chill of night and the seed of the grass Thank <laughs> you. 
We're in the Octagon Centre, it's a Sunday morning, and with me are Bab's special guests, quartet, who put on an amazing performance last night, Midtown. And because this is audio, guys, can you, can you introduce yourself? Yeah, I'm Anthony Fortino, I sing lead. I'm Christian Diaz, I sing bass. I'm KJ McAleese-Jurgens, I sing baritone. Nick Gordon, I sing tenor. Well, it's wonderful to meet you, and thank you very much indeed for, for, for sparing the time. As I said, we all thought, I certainly thought, that that was just an amazing performance. You got a great response. I'm just wondering, though, I mean, a, a treat for us, but what is it like after all this time for you guys to be back on stage, Anthony? It's, it's hard to find words to describe it. It, it, was, it was incredible. The enthusiasm from the audience to be able to have even just the lights, little things from the lights. We, we, we weren't used to seeing with such bright lights in our eyes. It had been so long. So it was an incredible experience. The energy was incredible. It it filled us up for sure. It was awesome. Well, as I say, a couple of years we've been been waiting to do this. Lockdown has, has, has taken a long time. Just wondering, with a quartet like yours, what, Nick, what was your approach to lockdown in, in Midtown? Well, actually, that gave us um, a great opportunity to do more uh, virtual projects. So um, during lockdown, we actually recorded a Halloween album. We did more videos. And so it gave us a great opportunity to do projects that we wouldn't have time to do otherwise. When the grip doors creak and the tombstones quake, spooks come out for a swinging wake. Happy arms materialize and begin to vocalize. Grim grinning ghosts come out to socialize. As the moon climbs high over the dead oak tree, quartets sing at the midnight spree. Start to sing and harmonize Yes, they harmonize Grim grinning ghosts come out to social That Halloween album was, was something special as well, but I, I didn't, I didn't recognise very many of the songs. I mean, obviously we all know Ghostbusters, but there were, <laughs> there were quite a few on there that, that were, weren't new to me. KJ, where did they come from? Uh, you know, we we spent a couple months actually just kind of kicking around different songs that we felt like would would fit on a Halloween album because you'd, you'd think, man, there's not really a lot of Halloween music out there. But when you actually start looking, there's there's actually a considerable amount. So we we started pulling from songs from songs from like movies that we love, Nightmare Before Christmas, and um, some classics like Grim Grinning Ghosts. You know, Christian sings that at the Dapper Dan's in Disney World, so it's a very popular song there as well. Um, and then obviously like Ghostbusters, and and we did a a TV medley, so you know it was it was kind of a um, it was fun getting to kind of dig around for some songs we felt like would fit on the album, and I, we're really really happy with it. So, and you also you put together quite a few videos, didn't you, Christian? Yeah, um, we've we've done a few Christmas videos. We, we've done uh, a, some videos for Spider Man and and Eye to Eye and and other stuff. So that's kind of our goal is to put as out as many. Uh, videos and content for the youth as possible. Into the unknown.
others don't There's a thousand reasons I should go about my day And ignore your whispers Which I wish would go away and, and they are all such memorable videos as well, into the unknown. Uh, you, you take that kind of trope of people appearing in lockdown videos in, in, in little squares and, and, and just take it to the nth degree and it's really highly charged. Or, 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 or um, uh, you know, the, the, there's, there's one very, very retro video I know that you have. Oh, that, that's right, yeah, 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 which, which, which is amazing. And I'm, how, much, how much thought goes into this? Because it looks to me like there's an awful lot. There is, yeah, yeah. We, so we spend anywhere from, you know, months in advance to planning, sometimes shorter, but typically, you know, KJ and Christian are sort of the ideas guys on, behind a lot of these videos where they, they see a song and they say, I want to sing this song because I picture what the video will look like. So it, it spans back months and months, even before getting an arrangement done. We'll tell our arranger, hey, we want this element and this element because we know in the video we want to do X, Y, or Z. Um, so a lot of thought, a lot of planning goes into, I would say, the majority of them. Who arranges most of your songs, by the way? Yeah, we use a lot, and it, it, it sort of varies by song, and we typically will choose the arranger based on the song and who we think would you know, do the sort of fit best with that song. Um, Aaron Dale does the majority of our uptunes. Um, we have several ballads by Theo Hicks. David Wright has done some arrangements for us. Brent Graham has done some arrangements for us. Uh, who else am I forgetting? Rasmus is about it. Yes, yeah, yeah, Rasmus is great. Our contemporary stuff is done by a friend of mine, Eric Winger. He's done Eye to Eye and Into the Unknown, um, mm -hmm. Ghostbusters. He did Ghostbusters as well. Yeah, so, yeah, he's he's really good at the contemporary a cappella stuff. And the contemporary a cappella stuff, I noticed even in some of your barbershop songs, barbershop style songs on the on the first album you brought out, you you have quite a lot of vocal percussion going on. Just, is, is this something that judges eventually will go, are going to have to accept? Is is going to become a a, a a part of the barbershop world? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think, but you know, vocal percussion does not really. Uh, have a have a place in four part you know lock and ring <laughs> harmony but uh even though we did take a contestable song that we competed with and added vocal percussion to it and it turned out pretty cool but i don't think you're going to see much or any of that in a contest setting anytime soon yeah so. and we're not we're not trying to change that part of the contest but it, it's really more for attracting or at least getting the attention of of people who might not know what barbershop is or int be interested in barbershop and that's just our our way of giving them sort of that path to the, our other stuff are the videos part of that sort of campaign as well because i mean I, I, a couple of years ago i got a few words with deke sharon for this podcast and uh, he he name checked your spider-man video as the sort of thing that barbershop is really ought to be doing if they want a wider audience that's very kind of him yeah that's definitely our goal um uh, when like anthony was alluding to you know, when we see a song that we not only will enjoy sing, singing, but that we think others would kind of be like, oh, wow, I didn't know that barbershop could, could be sung that way, or I didn't know that could be a barbershop song. We try to do our best to, to not only do that justice in the arrangement, but make a video that, that will you know, catch their eye, for sure. You've talked about um, your arrangers. I'm just wondering about your coaches as well, because I noticed in one of your um, previous Q&A videos that you were you were talking about coaching and Nick uh, I think you've, you've had Tim Warwick involved haven't you? Uh, a little bit not much I'm, just, I'm, I'm totally kidding no he is our main coach he is our main guy our uh, guru if you will um, and he helps us in so many ways other than obviously singing 
Um, but you know where our headspace is, he'll like walk through the contest with us and make sure we're in a good place mentally and emotionally and all that stuff. <laughs> um, and he's just a great friend and coach and mentor. Has he had an impact on on the way that the quartet sounds? Because I'm, I'm thinking of one particular tag. He did it last night as well. You're falling in love, um, which is is it is it is it a, a, a bass tag, Christian? Is that right? It the, is a bass. You hold yes. it for about 49 seconds. I think. <laughs> um, yeah. you, you really should need an aqualung for something like that. And and the rest of you guys. I mean, and are up in the stratosphere somewhere by the time you finish. Now, I don't think you can get much more Tim Murray than that. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it is totally his fault that, <laughs> you know, during, you know that, that tag was a lot shorter and a lot lower, but he was like, no, longer and higher. I need it longer and higher. And so that's what it ended up being. You know that you're falling in love. You might admit you're falling falling know that you're falling so in love in love in love a lifetime will spend dreaming of a night with no end then you know that we have fallen 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 Let me just ask you about the, the, the group altogether. You're called Midtown. Um, how big a part does, does New York City play in, 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 the, in the style, in, in, in the whole kind of spirit of the quartet, Anthony? Yeah, I would say a lot. You know, that's where we first met as a quartet for the first time. That's where I met Nick personally for the first time. I met KJ in the city for the first time. And so we all really have embraced that city, what that city means um, to all of us, the culture of that city. Um, and we all feel like we can relate to it for one reason or another as artists as well. That's sort of, you know, like the pinnacle of, of arts in many ways in the United States and, and for a lot of people across the world. And so for us, um, we love the idea of sort of branding ourselves around that city that we love so much. And yet, Christian, you're still down in Florida, so that must be what, every time you want to rehearse together, it's, it's what, 2,000 mile round trip? Oh, uh, that's, a, that's a good question. I don't know exactly the distance, but it's about two and a half hours each way, so it's, it's quite a trek. Yeah, flight. Yeah. <laughs> and how did you all get together in, in, in the first place? I mean, KJ, we remember you from lunch break and uh, uh, turning up in your Starfleet uniform on stage and, uh, and, 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 and really playing for laughs. This, this, this must feel a, a little different. Yeah, no, it is definitely a, uh, a different experience uh, in this quartet with, with lunch, or than it was with lunch break. And when lunch break retired back in 2014, it's about the same time Christian and I kind of met and started really connecting and we he and I were the ones who really said you know we want to sing in a quartet together someday we want it to sound like this we want it to look like this we want the vibe to be this but most importantly we knew that we wanted the mission of the quartet to not be competition primarily focused we wanted to focus on content and music videos and social media and doing songs that would attract 
new people and young people. So, you know, the the Midtown journey has always been kind of focused around that. Uh, and that has been our our emphasis and everything that we do from the contest songs that we pick to the videos we, we choose to pursue. Uh, so, you know, and that is very, very different than what it was with Lunch Break. We, we were a comedy, goofy, you know, quartet love, you know, chapter shows was our was our pinnacle. And, and you know, Barbershop was was the main primary focus. And so, um, you know, they both, I think, serve in a, a great purpose of getting Barbershop into different audiences. You know, Lunch Break had an appeal to, to a different audience than say Midtown would primarily appeal to. And that's the beautiful thing I think about Barbershop is there's different quartets, different groups that can really just reach across all the aisles and uh, appeal to, you know, almost everyone from every walk of life, so. I'm fascinated now. Who would you say is your target audience? Oh man, very good question. Uh, to be our target audience, I think is anyone who has never really heard Barbershop before or is interested in singing in any capacity, I think, in my personal mm -hmm. opinion. I just want more people singing Barbershop and for it to have a lot more exposure. Mm -hmm. I, I was going to say I, specifically younger people, so people that are in high school, in college, and younger as well, and, and older. But um, for us, we all found Barbershop at a young age, you know, high school or younger. And so we all remember the first quartets that we heard that inspired us and so we want to sort of show young people high schoolers college age kids that barbershop is not straw hats and vests necessarily it can also be modern contemporary songs which is not a bad thing straw hats and vests no, is not, not a bad all. thing at Christian all Christian literally does that for I a living do that for a living we love you know we love quartets like main street and stuff oh, like that yeah. but um or also you know People who are musicians who maybe have seen Barbershop and they they maybe don't vibe with it as much. People maybe who have done a lot of musical theater or have done some jazz stuff or, um, you know, listening to a quartet that sings songs that they kind of connect to, that, that's important. And uh, I think they, they uh, wouldn't know that otherwise. Well, last night as a quartet, you... Um uh, paid us the honor of, of, of singing for us a couple of songs which you are working on at the moment for the next convention. First time out, you came fifth. Given everything else that's going on, all your various video projects, your social media projects, um, your, 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 your outreach work, talking about sort of getting people, you know, in their teens involved in barbershop, how important is that contest stage? How important is it to actually win the international trophy? Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. And it's something that we've talked about a lot. It it, from day one has never been um, the, the end all be all for us. We really see contest as a way for us to connect with a greater group of people, right? If we're at contest, we meet thousands of people every time we're there. Um, we certainly have a goal of, of winning the, the international competition, but that is not the end for us at all. It's, it's really more of a, we wanna do it to be able to be a part of that community even more, um, but definitely not, not the pinnacle for us. Yeah, I think it. I think it gives you opportunities just to go off of what he was saying. It gives you more opportunities to go to places like the UK or Ireland, where we were just at, or Sweden, where we will be next year. You know, to to you know meet those communities and and do things outside of those communities. So, you know, for example, in Ireland, uh, not only were we performing for barbershop audiences, but we did a small tour of a few performances of the rest of the country, and most of the people had never heard barbershop in their life. Um, so definitely winning a, a championship uh, opens up a lot of doors for you. 
And you both mentioned, Anthony and uh, Christian, that the word community is obviously important to Barbershop. Barbershop is a community. But it's a community with a lot of discord at the moment. I, 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 was, I was struck yesterday the, the the joy and the love in the room in the octagon here in sheffield when that concert was taking place yes. was palpable oh, yeah. but then i went on social media and and there was a, a discussion about which songs might no longer be appropriate where people were taking very strong sides um there were that the, you get other discussions as well about the way that everyone in harmony is being implemented by bhs you've got the legal spat between the barbershop harmony society and hfi should we be worried by all of this or or is this just the sort of normal part of healthy debate that any community takes part in? I think uh, any kind of discord that has happened has been augmented by us not being able to get together and just kind of concentrate on what we have in common. And so without that, we focus in on what we don't have in common or what we disagree with. And uh, social media is uh, its great for a lot of things, but for really in-depth and nuanced conversation, I don't think it's really built for that. And I think it makes things actually worse. So I think, to be honest, the more we get together and the more events we have like this, I feel like that will kind of dissipate. Yeah. It's a, a double-edged sword because you, you want to progress the art form and the style musically, but you also want to progress and uh, with with the culture um, that you're living in. And um, yeah, it's 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 a difficult one. And I agree with Nick that it's it's been tough, on, you know, only sitting behind keyboards and and screens and not being able to communicate in person and have that healthy debate and that conversation. Anthony, you've been singing since you were seven years old, was that right, Heart of America Chorus? Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly right, yeah. So, so you've got a long perspective on this. I mean, it, it yeah. does, does the barbershop world feel, feel, feel different? Does it feel perhaps a little bit more, 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 more spiky, more, um, more, more, more combative than it used to? That's a great question. Uh, to be honest, I don't know. Um, I think, you know, when I was seven, you know, cell phones barely existed, right? So it, it's a lot has changed since then, for sure. Um, I think what's happening since, you know, since I joined when I was seven, too, is uh, everything is changing, right? When I, when I joined, the average age of barbershop was significantly younger than it is now. Um, and so I think as, as everyone progressively gets older and we're, we're trying to recruit newer members to come in, that there's naturally a debate and a discord between people who have been in the society for 50 years and people who have been in it for five years. Um, and so I, I think it's all healthy and I, I couldn't agree more with the fact that when everyone comes to a convention like this and everyone sings together, it sort of takes care of everything else. We yeah. can talk all day online, but once we get together and sing, bring some chords, sing a tag, it solves a lot of a lot of issues well i know you guys are busy and you've got lot, a lot more to do today so just one more question is really looking to the future what what's 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 the next big thing on on, on the horizon for for midtown kj well we have a really busy spring show season and uh you know we've got we've got a lot of shows leading up to international we've got an international trip we're going to be in sweden next may um, we've got some youth camps and chapter shows and things we've got some video projects that we're, we're hoping to kind of knockout we've got a couple of album ideas that we're we're trying to prioritize and so you know we always have a lot of stuff uh going on i think for me personally what we're most what i'm most excited about for midtown is because we've had so many additions to the midtown family we've got two new ba three new babies were born this year um you know we've got families that are growing and we haven't seen each other all together in a long time so i think for me what i'm excited about the next thing for midtown is is finding a time and a place for us all to kind of be together again and just reconnect as a as a quartet family in the midst of all the chaos and the work and the shows and the you know the busy and hustle bustle of life so 
it's definitely a busy uh, a busy time for Midtown, but uh, we always try to prioritize that part of our, our group. So. Well, we have been delighted to see you here in Sheffield this weekend. We'll look forward to seeing you many more times over the coming uh, year or two. Uh, Nick, KJ, Christian, Anthony, thank you very much indeed. Thank of course, you. thank you. Appreciate thank you. Warm appreciation for that final performance from Midtown, which brought Quartet Con to a close. My thanks to all four members of the quartet for being so generous with their time during what was for them a very busy weekend. If you want to hear more of those songs from either Midtown the album or This Is Halloween, then both are available in CD format or as downloads from midtownquartet.com. And that video clip from Into the Unknown was a collaboration featuring MJ and Spider Horse. Do check it out along with all Midtown's other videos on YouTube. Well, Midtown were by no means the only great performers on that Saturday night show. During the first half, we were treated to two Sheffield choruses, uh, Hallmark of Harmony, the Babs 2019 convention winners and well-known to regular listeners to Harmony UK podcast, and Steel City Voices, a Labs chorus who were rather less well-known. Formed by eight friends just three years ago, the chorus now has around 50 members. After the show, some of them, I'm glad to report, continued to sing in the Octagon Bar. My name is Petrina, I'm from Steel City Voices. So you were up on stage tonight? Yes. God, how did that feel? Um, all right, actually. It was very bright, um, so we couldn't see anyone, which I think made it a lot easier. But no, great, and everyone was really nice afterwards. How long have you been with the chorus? Um, since 2019, I think. Since so was was this your first time in front of a, a, a large audience? No, so we did Labs in 2019. Ah. We opened, we were like mic warmers then. Um, but obviously, yeah, we've not really had a chance to do a lot. We normally do like small events around Sheffield, but yeah, nothing massive. And how was lockdown for you? Um, it was good. Um, SCB was one of the things that we did the whole way through, so um, we still had all of our rehearsals online on Zoom. So yeah, I, I'm pretty sure everyone's still here, so Hannah did a really good job of that. And what's the thing that will stay with you from today? Um, ooh, what will stay with us from today? The best thing from today for me and for the, lots of the girls in Steel City Voices is the fact that we got to sing on stage in front of a large, large audience again, having had such a break from it throughout the pandemic.
an excerpt there from that Mike Warmer's performance two years ago at Labs. Steel City Voices under the direction of Hannah Briggs. Look them up on YouTube, or if you listen to Spotify, you'll find that Steel City Voices have three songs there for you to search out and add to your playlist. And talking of searching, the very next people that I bumped into at the Saturday Afterglow were a winning quartet that I'd been really hoping to meet. Right, the moment you're waiting for, the winners of the Seniors Quartet Trophy are... Chan Derby! excitement at this weekend in Sheffield as you can hear but among the people who are most excited are four people with me now they are the winners of the seniors gold medal they're crown derby hello Hello. <laughs> would you all like to introduce yourself hello I'm Delith I'm the baritone I'm Dick I'm the tenor I'm Karen I'm the lead I'm Paul I'm the bass and you have really you, you, you've broken out of lockdown in in quite a spectacular way we did but what was lovely was that lockdown didn't stop us, you see. All the way through lockdown, we were continuing to rehearse. We had Jamulus and Jitsi, which was set up for us by Grand Central Chorus, which we were able to make use of. So we kept rehearsing every week online. So we were able to keep our performance polished and polished and polished. And then when we got back together live, it all just clicked into place. How do you do that, though, with Jamulus? Because, uh, sure, you can sing as a quartet, but, but a lot of people tend to lose, they, they tend to lose the, the, the interpretation because everything can sound about the same volume, can't it? Yeah, there's some technical challenges, and I, we did a lot of work duetting uh, and working on sections of songs, didn't we? Mm -hmm. Actually, which was more disciplined than we would probably normally do if we'd been in the same room. So the, the fact that there were some limitations with, the, with that technical environment made us really focused, didn't it, on on breaking the song down into pieces and then duetting all the, all the combinations, which obviously is, is the kind of thing you should do, but it's hard to do that when you're in the room, isn't it? But that was the kind of thing we could do usefully on, on Jamula, so. So was it, was it a relief then when you finally did get back together? It was because um, with Jamula, you get a little bit of latency, you kind of get used to it, you sort of sing ahead of yourself. But when you get back in the room or in, in the garden as we did initially, it was just so nice to have no latency at all. Just Gets perfectly synchronised. Well, well, we'll hear a little bit of, of, of what you did today, but Dell, tell us about the two songs. The two songs, well, we um, 
started the, the, the first one, the, the uptune that we sang, which was, I've forgotten it's what it's called. What's it called? I love being here with you, that's right. How soon they forget. Oh, isn't it ridiculous? You've been singing it all day. Yes, I'm afraid it's that too. Um, we, we sang that two years ago, and we, we, we've kind of kept it going. We, we've learned a couple more, but that we knew we were secure with that one. And then we picked a lovely ballad called Yesterday I Heard the Rain. And it's not quite its premiere this, this evening, but um, uh, it's pretty close to it. We've not sung it much in public, so we we're really pleased to be able to give it some air today. But it's not your first set of medals, is it? Karen, tell us about what you've, what you've, won, where, what you've won elsewhere. OK, well, 2019 was quite an exceptional year for us. We went to SABS with... Um, two choruses that we belong to and we got the silver medal there the international quartet silver medal so we were thrilled to have that and then later in the year we went to IABS and got the international quartet silver there too and the following month we got the bronze at BINH so it was an amazing year for us we were really really thrilled with that. So a bronze two silvers now a gold Dick how do you top it? Well you go to international. You go. You go to midwinter at the BHS in 2023 if we get the invita- invitation confirmed, and that's going to be in Florida. And hopefully there we represent a barbershop well. I mean the the thing is we are a mixed quartet, and it's new for the seniors to be a mixed quartet, and we're just waiting for the BHS to say they will accept a mixed quartet into the seniors contest over there. Hopefully they will. We're crossed fingers and of course that then gives us the added challenge that we compete truly internationally with a BHS panel so that's what we're really looking forward to now and for those people in America who don't understand the name Crown Derby would somebody like to explain it to them <laughs> uh, well locally there is a, a pottery that's called Royal Crown Derby and although we liked the idea of that because it reflects the area that we live in we decided that that might be breaking some copyrights so we just abbreviated it to Crown Derby Well you're certainly <laughs> crowned this evening Congratulations to all of you Crown Derby Thank you very much Thank you And I heard the falling rain I heard it whispering your name Brown Derby there singing on the competition stage. So, back into the afterglow, armed with a microphone, let's go and badger some more barbershoppers as they savour the quartet convention atmosphere. Who am I speaking to? Jeff Lawson. And whereabouts are you from, Jeff? From the northeast of England, from near Sunderland. And how does it feel to be singing again? It's absolutely great. Singing with the friends that I've made over the years. Singing the songs we'll be singing at Harmony Brigades in a few months' time, we hope. So it's all good getting back together again, being able to sing together. It's great. How do you enjoy the competition this afternoon? 
I did extremely badly because I didn't take part at all. <laughs> I'm not in a quartet. I'm in the Endeavour Chorus, and that's most, most of the people that I'm singing with today, but I'm also in EQR, and we're looking forward to going to Babs with e Endeavour and EQR, and then with EQR also to Helsingborg in Sweden. So it's all good. I'm Gina. I am an alumni of MUBS, alumnus of MUBS. So it's nice because some new people came into our tag circle and we were introducing ourselves and they said, oh, we're in MUBS. I'm like, oh, we used to be in MUBS. So it's a really nice thing to just connect with each other. So, so is this a new experience for you too then, this, this, this sort of gathering? No, I've been to quite a few barbershop conventions in my time, but obviously it's the first one since lockdown. So it's just so nice to see loads of old friends and make some new ones. Hi, uh, I'm Ollie. I've been barbershopping for over 10 years now, but this is my first ever prelims. It, it, it makes it sound a bit like Alcoholics Anonymous when you say that. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little. Sometimes it feels like it. <laughs> but Barbershoppers Anonymous, how does it feel after, what, nearly two years of lockdown? It's so good just to hear live music again and makes you realise just how much you miss the people, not just the singing, but everyone who you get to meet, people that you've never met before, who you can suddenly connect with and sing a tag with, and you make lifelong friends. Are you planning to tag long into the night tonight then? Uh, until I fall, fall asleep, I think. <laughs> Of course, there are some singers here who are very keen. So much so that they'll turn up on stage in more than just one quartet. I expected nothing of love Not the moon or stars above But when I met you Expectation grew now. I know the meaning of love, sweet love. If I expected love. When first we kissed, blame it on my youth. And if only just for you, I did exist. Blame it on my youth. I believed in every little thing, just love. Like a child of three. This is the sound of Sharrow Vale Blues, this year's winners of the Barbershop in Harmony Mixed Quartet Contest. For those who don't know, the contest is held in turn by each of the three UK barbershop organisations, Babs, Labs and Sweet Adelines Region 31. Well, this year it was Babs' turn to host the contest, which gave people like Tim Briggs the opportunity to sing with two different quartets in two different contests on two consecutive days. Hi, John. I'm the uh, bass in the Charavel Blues. 
Uh, and today I've been singing lead with a, another quartet, the Shimmering Bonsai Boys. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you have a pretty prolific and, and, and busy singing, uh, singing life, don't you? Yeah, it's, uh, this has been a fun one uh, with change of careers and trying to make sure I've got time for singing rehearsals. So, uh, yeah, it's been a busy, busy couple of months. Well, look, tell us about Sharavale Blues, first of all, because it's, it's a new name on me. The Sharavale Blues are, I don't know how best to describe us, uh, four very, very close friends who live very close together. Um, the, the, the idea to sing together was brought, uh, brought about by Becca, our tenor slash lead. Um, she said, do you guys want to sing together properly? Uh, and, and this is four groups, four friends who uh, hang out a lot together anyway. And we said, yeah, and this was a couple of years ago. And then obviously everything happened. But um, yeah, it's a couple of years of four good friends singing Barbershop. So there's you, the bass, Becca, the tenor. Who are the other two? We've got Hannah, who also sings lead and tenor. So Hannah and Becca switch depending on the song. And Sam sings baritone. And um, tell us about the two songs that you chose. We sang, yesterday we competed with a, a, song, a ballad called Blame It On My Youth, which was arranged by Brent Graham, originally for the Great Northern Union Chorus in America. Um, we picked that song after hearing it really for the first time, sung by Class Ring, the Sweet Adeline's Champions. We just absolutely love that arrangement. It's not too long, it's not too hard, but there's enough in there to get behind. And then we sang a funky number called The Royal Garden Blues, which was uh, made famous in the barbershop world by first by Keepsake and then more recently by uh, Max Q and we kind of based our performance off the Max Q version. And don't you hear the trombone moan and just listen to the saxophone just Hear the clarinet and flute and that cornet and jazzing with a mute. I just want to throw my cares away when I hear them play now. Oh, that weeping man. Well, you say four friends. Uh, I know Sam's a close friend of yours, and, and you and Hannah are married, for those who don't know. So, <laughs> yeah, so, so, so friends, is, friends is a slight understatement. Does it, <laughs> yeah. does it mean we're going to be seeing Charavelle Blues for, for many years to come? John, you're going to get me in trouble here for calling Hannah my friend. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there is a marriage in the quartet. Uh, I hope that we will... I mean, I, I hope we're not going to fall out anytime soon, uh, <laughs> as friends or as partners. Uh, so, yeah, I hope you'll see us for for a few years to come at least. And what about the Shimmering Bonsai Boys? How do you, how do you felt you did with them today? We had a great time today. The the Shimmering Bonsai Boys again have we, we got together just before the last real life prelims. So this was uh, towards the back end of 2019, I believe. Uh, my maths could be wrong there. Uh, so we've been together uh, two or three years or so. We had a great time today. We we've again like I think most quartets this weekend uh, have found it hard to get together through illness, through busy schedules, but just to get out today and sing two songs was just a blast. Is there anyone around who cannot see? It's the well-known runaround you're giving me. I suppose you'll tell me I'm all What can, what can I do? 
I don't know what makes me string along. I just string along. Oh, darling, look at me. Baby, can't you see that? Do you think there was a... A, a little bit of nervousness. There were quite a lot of quartets up there that, that seemed to relax into it as they went on today. Yeah, so I think I was a bit lucky today because I got the chance to sing yesterday. But yesterday when we sang with the blues, I think the first minute of being on stage was kind of took me back quite seriously. You know, you come out and all of a sudden the lights go up and people are cheering and you think, oh, wow, this is it, we're back. And you don't really get time to process that before you have to sing and then you just a bit you get quite excited so being back on stage was was such a thrill and I think that that may have thrown a lot of people today it certainly threw me yesterday and I think it threw our baritone Andy today he was the he was the last person to do it so so more more practice needed for all I think let's, let's yeah that's get it there, there are two things I want to ask you about as well while I've got you here one is that Back in 2019, when Hallmark of Harmony, your chorus, won uh, the, the Babs Chorus Championship, you were out waving your arms in front of them. You were the, man, you were the musical director then. No longer. What's happened? So, unfortunately, uh, COVID and work-type things took, took their toll on me during the pandemic. And I was leading Hallmark through online rehearsals and small group rehearsals and things like that. And eventually it, it did become, to be completely, to completely honest, it did become a stressful part of my life and it was very hard to manage whilst also trying to make sure I had a full-time job and could pay my bills and things like that. And, and I had to be honest with myself and with the chorus and with Hannah and say, I don't think I can continue doing this uh, for now. And so I stepped down as director I've not stepped away completely from the chorus, although I've not been in a while, just from being uh, busy at work. Uh, but I do intend on returning to the chorus to sing. Uh, but um, it was, it was this. This was a decision I knew would always happen. You know, you can't be a director for your entire life. But uh, it came a lot earlier than than I'd hoped. But life took its toll. And one other thing, you I know have been doing some coaching, and one of the quartets you've been coaching appeared here on the Saturday, and that was the Backstreet Boys, Bach spelt as in Bach, the Bach. Bach Street the Bach Boys. Street Tell Boys. us about them. The Bach Street Boys, I love those guys. Um, it's a very strange um, uh, meet-up for me, really. One of the, one of the singer's fathers um, is a friend of one of the singers in Hallmark of Harmony, Mr. Ian Harris. And uh, one of the Bach Street Boys' dads asked Ian if he knew anybody who could give them a bit of guidance. And so he put them in touch with me. And so a few months ago, I took a train down to Oxford and spent an afternoon with them. And it was just amazing. These guys are so talented and they're brand new into barbershop and they love it. And it was just great to hear them sing. And they're quite young as well, aren't they? I believe they're all still in sixth form. So we're talking 17, 18, I think. Don't quote me on that, although you are doing right now. <laughs> <laughs> so a straw in the wind. I mean, everybody in barbershop always wants to recruit young singers. And these are four guys coming through. Yeah, brand new to it. Um, love it. They're all skilled musicians in their own right. I, I believe they're instrumentalists and talented singers. In fact, the second song that they sang yesterday during the contest was arranged by their lead. So they have arrangers within the quartet as well. They're able to rehash tags and 
write tags and, and fix chords in, in ways that it's just fun to see. And watching them work together when I went down to coach them was really exciting. If it ain't got that swing, it don't mean a thing if it ain't got that swing. The Bach Street Boys, already sounding very good in their very first contest, definitely a quartet to watch for the future. Well, from one very young quartet to another quartet not quite so young, but still young enough for this. It gives me great pleasure to announce the winners of the Babs Youth Quartet Champions, the trophy, the Steve Hall trophy, which will be presented by our chair, Alan Hughes, and the medals by Apollo 2 and a little ring at the end. <laughs> Two hot tickets! <laughs> Another of the weekend's winners, uh, a youth quartet, a mixed quartet, they're called Hot Ticket. Hello! Hi, Joe. <laughs> Would you all like to introduce yourselves? I am Joe, I sing bass. I am Ollie, I sing lead. Hi, I'm Bethany, I sing tenor. I'm Isaac, I sing Barry. And what was it like on that stage? Because we all haven't sung together for such a long time that you were, you know, facing a crowd of people. It was absolutely awesome and the sound guys did such a good job with feedback so we could really hear ourselves well and we got a lot of stuff from the audience it was yeah it was a great yeah. time yeah really friendly audience as well very welcoming yeah, yeah. very supportive good well, to be in front of well tell us a little bit about the quartet then Isaac how long have you been together about six months and uh, we kind of just came together from the choruses that we're involved with so that's London City Singers and Meantime and um, we kind of just came together think, you know, let's compete at youth and, and it's just been such a joy to kind of sing together and continuously improve, which has it's been like the icing on the cake, basically. <laughs> and what about the choice of songs, Joe? Uh, well, we were going to choose much harder songs and then we realised we shouldn't do that. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so then we chose much easier songs. <laughs> T- tell us about the two songs you chose and why you chose them. Yeah, so we chose Anytime and we chose from the first hello to the last goodbye. Anytime is a kind of, I don't know, it's an uptune, it's very fun. Cheeky. Yeah, cheeky's a good word for it. Um, so we had a lot of fun with that. Um, and then from the first hello to the last goodbye, it's a much sort of more bittersweet ballad. It's a very classic song. Um, I think I've heard other people sing it this weekend as well. Um, yeah, it just seemed like a good vehicle for us to do something a little bit different to the cheeky uptune, you know? 
So what are your what are your plans now, Bethany? Yeah, so um, I think um, I'm right in saying we'd like to carry on singing. Um, hopefully, do the um, the mixed quartet contest uh, the next time it rolls around. I think we've, as Isaac said, we feel like we've improved each rehearsal, so we're hoping to carry on on that trajectory and um, see how far we can get. Um, it's just a shame that we can't do sort of the main Babs contest because they won't let me in yet. They won't let you. Oh no! <laughs> so obviously, like the main Babs quartet contest is all male. So then the mixed contest is barbershop in harmony, so it's yeah. a slightly different yeah. route. Yeah. And it's still like a very good medal, but it would be kind of nice to be competing against all the people we've been listening to today. Yeah. You know, a bit, maybe a pipe dream, but hopefully not. <laughs> I do have to say that I'm really grateful that they've introduced as much mixed as they have already. Like it's meant we had such so many more options to choose from for singers we wanted to sing with, friends we wanted to sing with. Um, so I think it is a real benefit to Babs to start introducing mixed. But it would be good, yeah, to see it in the rest of the competition as well. Does this though remove one of the one of the things that, which which I think makes youth quartet a bit of a poison chalice? Because if you win the youth quartet and people say, God, they're so young and they're so good, and they expect you to be around for years to come, Isaac. Well, we certainly hope that we'll be around for a few more years at least. Um, yeah, we, we just we just had such a laugh working and good fun working together as well. And now that we've obviously got the summer show on the horizon for uh, April. Um, summer show, tell us about that. Well, I think it's three songs, is it, in the, in the summer? the Bab Saturday show, they usually they will showcase the youth quartet winner. Um, so that'll be the next sort of thing to aim for, which is exciting. But yeah, it can be really hard for youth quartets to stay together for long because people, you know, move and change jobs or they graduate uni. Uh, but we're all living in roughly the same place. So fingers crossed for longevity. So you're all London based. So those of us who, who also live in London might, might see you through the summer as well next year. Yeah, potentially. Yeah. Uh, well, well, let's let, let, let's hope so. And and what's what's next on the horizon then? Is is it Babs in April or is it something else? Uh, when's the next mixed contest? I have absolutely no idea. Should we sweet outlines, right? Uh, maybe, maybe. <laughs> Whenever that is, we're going to be there. Maybe, yeah. maybe. Internationally, <laughs> you could could we see you at Sabs or Bing or IABs in coming years? Oh, uh, potentially. We haven't talked a thing about that, so let's not make any claims on the radio. Yeah. <laughs> but unfortunately, Bethany and I are too old to go to the international mixed. Yeah. So, uh, so mixed your your last youth contest then? Yeah, Bethany so, and so yeah, Ollie and I are both aging out quite soon, so we got in just under the the nick of time. Yeah. But very very grateful to have been able to do it. Well, welcome to the world of the grown-ups, and um, <laughs> and and thank you very much indeed. Congratulations! Thank Hot ticket. Thanks very much. Thank you. You've been dear and sweet, a pleasure to me, a special treat, say I.
that was the weekend that was uh, Quartetcom, the very first competitive barbershop event in Britain uh, since the pandemic two years ago. And to take stock, I'm joined now on the line, because I'm back home and so is he, uh, by Alan Hughes, uh, chair of BABS. Alan, I hope you had a safe journey back. I did. Thank you, John. And same to you. <laughs> Thanks very much indeed. Uh, first of all, let's, let's talk about your overall impressions of the weekend. I mean, huge amount of work for you, but um, success? Oh, uh, huge success, yeah. It was absolutely wonderful to see everyone back, to see smiles on people's faces. Um, some of them were in masks, but maybe smiles in their eyes. Um, <laughs> to see everyone socialising, catching up with old friends, and of course singing and getting on the stage. Um, it was such an appreciative audience. It was just really was everything that we had hoped for and dreamed for. So, and you said uh, thank you to me. Really, the credit must go to our events team who have worked so hard over the last few weeks and months. The judging team, the events team, and everyone who worked behind the scenes to help it be a success. So, yeah, thank you to them. All very much <laughs> in evidence over the weekend, of course. Um, and of course, the icing on the cake was Midtown. Were they good? Oh, Midtown, they're incredible. They are, as we know, just super talented, a great quartet. Um, but also, and I think it does come across uh, in their performances, but they're just four very wonderful gentlemen, really giving with their time and their expertise. And anything we asked of them, the answer was always, sure, yes, we can do that. And yeah, just great people to work with, as well as being obviously a wonderful quartet. One of my favourites, for sure. And an inspiration, I'm sure, to the many quartets that we saw crossing the stage over the weekend. Um, but I'm just wondering how they coped with being back, because it seemed to me, and it seemed to quite a lot of other people there as well, that there was a good deal of nervousness um, for quite a few quartets. The first song wasn't quite as good as the second song. You could see them almost settling back into being on stage, couldn't you? Yeah, I think you could, yeah, and I think we were all the same. Um, all the quartets uh, all the quartets were there were probably... Well, I, John, I was always told that nervousness is another word for excitedness, um, and that kind of <laughs> helps with the nerves, it's just you're excited, so I think everyone was excited. But uh, yeah, Midtown told me how useful it was for their journey as a quartet, because obviously they'd only been going for a year before lockdown happened, and then uh, they'd been in the pandemic, but... Um, they're just coming back to performances again and I think they're very much in demand and they said that this was the first one with a, a larger audience with a good uh, stage light and sound setup similar to what they'd have in the BHS contest in America so I know not only were they very given of the time but I think they found it useful for their uh, development as well which is really good to hear. First then contest since the pandemic under your belt uh, a Saturday night show for the first time as well at one of these events what sort of lessons are you are, are you taking away from this um great question what lessons are we taking away um we certainly want to um make the contest as as good an experience as possible for the quartets first of all um and then just behind them, an, a, an amazing experience for the audience. Um, so at the weekend, yes, it was a huge success, but I think we picked up on a couple of things where we thought, oh, next time we can do that better. And that's completely natural, isn't it? Um, you're always looking for how you can improve things and tweak things here. So certainly we were delighted with the event overall, and we've just got a couple of things we think, oh, maybe we should try that. Maybe we can tweak that. Um, but yeah, so watch this space uh, for those developments. But yeah, overall, really positive. 
Of course, the very next Babs contest event will be convention in April in Harrogate. And I was hearing one or two right. rather worrying rumours that there were some uh, choruses who have been struggling to pick themselves up afterwards who, who might not be there. And a couple of the big names as well were mentioned, uh, Cotton Town Chorus and, uh, and, and the Great Western Chorus of Bristol, two of the most successful in recent years. If, if they didn't turn up, that, that would be a real blow, wouldn't it? Uh, it would, John. Yeah, I 100% agree. I love th those two choruses that you mentioned. They are loved by myself and loved by so many other barbershoppers. And uh, one thing that, that I'm going to be doing and the team is going to be doing is, first of all, trying to make the convention event as appealing as possible to everyone. And also, you we, probably reach out to those groups and say, well, why? what, what would make you want to come and attend? Um, our mission is always to put on an event that people want to come and attend and have a great time at. And so if we need to slightly tweak things to do that, then that's what we'll look at doing. It is part of the problem for quite a few choruses that not everybody who used to sing on the risers um, before uh, we had uh, the, the outbreak of COVID uh, has actually come back. Quite a few have, have, have discovered that not turning up one night a week for, uh, for a rehearsal is actually a... It's a little bit liberating and they quite like not turning up for rehearsals. Yeah, and personally I find, <laughs> obviously I'm a, a huge barbershop fan, I find that hard to get my head around personally because I've missed it so much and I just was desperate to get back. Um, but yeah, I think the whole choral world, um, and I, I know this in other styles of choral singing, have, um, have suffered a loss of members, um, a loss of people coming back. Now, I'm pleased to say that when you speak to those other choral organisations, uh, what we've been able to do in the barbershop world has actually really worked because, yes, while we've suffered a small loss of members, others have been decimated. I've heard of choirs that have just completely folded, choral organisations that are suffering massive losses. Um, we're, uh, yeah, we've had a small loss, but overall, um, I think it's something that we'll, we still feel positive about what we're able to do and that we can bounce back from it all. Well, I wish you well in your efforts to help uh, everyone. Yeah. There's also a couple of anomalies thrown up, though, weren't there, this weekend? One, for example, the Champion Youth Quartet, uh, Hot Ticket. Had they been an all-male group, they could have gone into the main Babs Quartet contest in April. Because they're a mixed group, they can't. Uh, that does seem a little bit unfair in some respects. Yeah, I, I hear you, John. And um, it's, it's a tricky one. At the moment, I, I just... I feel like we need to celebrate the fact that we've got a fantastic quartet champion in hot, uh, youth quartet champion in Hot Ticket, a brilliant group. They're going to be great ambassadors for our hobby over the next year. Um, and I want to stay at that level of celebrating this kind of historic moment for the time being. Yes, there are details that we need to iron out, and that's something for the for the board to do, to ponder. And uh, you know, anything is possible, really, John. But it's just trying to figure out what's right and what's best and what's going to work. So, um, so yeah. <laughs> it's not just the Babs board, though, is it? Because the current um, uh, mixed quartet contest isn't run by Babs. It's run by Barbershop in Harmony, which involves all three organisations. So surely this is something that, that all three organisations are going to have to ponder in some way, shape or form. Uh, yeah, that's true. That's true. And um, obviously it was Babs's turn to host the BNH Mixed Quartet Contest this time and we're really pleased to do that. Um, and uh, we are working and meeting regularly with our friends in the 
Barbershop in Harmony uh, group. Um, obviously, that's Labs and Sweet Adelines, Region 31. So, yeah, and it's um, our relationship has never been stronger. We had a strategic meeting a month or two ago. Uh, that was really, really good. And so we're really excited for what the future can bring by working together. So, yeah. And the Seniors Quartet, of course, were also the first mixed seniors quartet in Babs. And uh, they were telling me that they're, they're rather hoping to get an international invite. Do you, do you think they will get one? Well, that's that's one of the reasons why we decided to open it up to uh, to, to uh, all genders. Um, again, we're really excited to have them as our champions. And we know that BHS is opening up their seniors quartet contest to all genders as well. Um, and yeah, we are hoping to be able to nominate them. Uh, we're just checking the details with BHS now. But yeah, that, wouldn't that be fantastic to have a, for Babs to send a, a mixed seniors quartet um, as well as... Uh, male only seniors quartet just fantastic the more people sing in barbershop john the better in any <laughs> in any formation the more people sing in the better alan hughes the chair of babs reflecting on that quartet con weekend in sheffield and looking ahead to a future which in some ways is not quite back to normal yet well since alan and i spoke i've been in contact with singers in both cottontown chorus in bolton and the great western chorus of bristol my understanding is that at the time of recording this podcast in mid-november both choruses have yet to make a final decision as regards bab's april convention in harrogate and whether or not to compete watch this space as they say Harmony UK podcast will be here in the new year to reflect the exciting world of British barbershop harmony singing. I do hope that you can join me then. For now, though, this is John Beasley wishing you well. Keep the whole world singing. Have a fabulous Christmas and a great new year. But for now, bye-bye.